Hey, Chrissy here. I am a landscape architect and the owner of Kismet Design. I am a very process-driven designer, and I love sharing what I do and how I do it with anyone who's interested. Reaching your true potential and achieving your own personal goals will not happen by chance. You have to set your intentions, make a plan, and do the work. Thank you for joining me to nerd out on design. Don't forget to subscribe and to share too. Let's create something great together. I recently had the experience of touring an amazing garden by an artist whom I worked with years and years ago, long before I started my own business. That artist is Robert Fairfax. For those of you that don't know him, he is amazing. The first time that I met him was on a tour of his garden, and upon that tour sparked an idea amongst myself and my boss at the time to incorporate his artwork into our first flower and garden show display garden. That was way back in 2010. If you want to hear more about that display garden, I'll link the episode to the podcast about that in the show notes. Robert's artwork is beautiful, engaging, dynamic, and inspiring. What I find the most beautiful, though, is his experience and the experience walking through the spaces with him leading the way to experience those pieces that he has painstakingly created. The five-acre property is a maze of woodland paths with surprises around every corner. Each transition and destination has been carefully curated, and each piece of art has been delicately and intentionally placed. The path he leads you on is not in an organized loop, but rather circles and periodically backtracking to get the right cadence and experience of all of the art and the natural beauty surrounding it. It has been years since I first visited that garden. I was in awe of it then, but seeing it again now, really makes me realize how much I have grown as a designer and as a person. I find that I don't look back very often. I am very goal oriented and I really, I keep looking forward and pushing to the future all the time. This garden was a great reminder of some wonderful and joyous experiences and friendships that have long since been closed and lost. Sometimes looking back can remind us of loss but it can also be a reminder of growth. As we walked the garden, Robert shared his thoughts on how he creates and how he selects the location for each piece. He also shared stories of the evolution of each space from tree growth impacting sunlight to fallen trees during windstorms and embracing the woodpeckers that have taken to some of his artwork. Through the stroll of his garden, He brought us into the evolution and decades-long experience of the garden, rather than just presenting what is before us present day. He said something that really caught me that I've been thinking about since, though. He discussed playing with the tension between chaos and balance. Both ends of the spectrum provide a sense of unease, whether that is out of unrest or out of boredom. It is within that tension, in between the chaos and balance, that beauty and experience is found. Being invited to contemplate that while viewing the garden 
is an experience all unto its own that I cannot provide you, but I can encourage you to think on what he said for your own life, your business, your personal garden, and especially in the gardens that you create for others. The experiences in a garden are all unique. Each time a garden is visited, the observer comes looking for something different. This is something I aim to bring to my designs, the opportunity for my clients to find an outlet to experience their space. The experience I can create through design is only a small portion of the overall experience though. For Robert in his garden, part of the experience is through the creation of elements with his own hands and also in the stewardship of the garden and the evolution and growth over decades, tending to and loving the garden. As a designer, we set the stage, but the owner decides how they engage with the space. Do they maintain it themselves? Do they hire a maintenance service? Do they use their space together with friends or family, or is it simply a personal space for solitude? Are there opportunities for both? There are so many questions that you can ask about the gardens that you create. I have had past clients find new passions from their gardens, like one that decided after tending to and maintaining his new water feature, that he was really into it. And he actually hired on with the installer that built his own water feature as their new water feature expert. Needless to say, he went deep down the rabbit hole on water feature maintenance. I have had clients tell me that they hate gardening and just want a low maintenance yard with functional space to extend the usable space of their home. And then they end up as avid gardeners that can't get enough time tending to their space. As designers, we take the listed desired outcomes from our clients and turn that into a design. And then in transforming their garden, we inject opportunities for enjoyment, and use in hopes that the client will find more love and enjoyment from their garden than they ever hoped for. I joke with clients often that the worst before pictures become the best after transformations, but it is true. We cannot make a client love growing vegetables, sleeping in a hammock in their garden, or drinking their morning coffee on the patio, but we can provide opportunities for the garden to invite them there. Many of my clients come to me with gardens by which their experience is rooted in frustration, boredom, and painstaking maintenance. It is not difficult to create something better than that. But what can you do to create something more? Let's be honest, better than terrible is not a high bar to reach. Some of the elements and considerations that can add to the experience of a garden, and not all of them by any means, are privacy. A sense of privacy can be more challenging for small yards, but sometimes even larger spaces have issues with not feeling very private. Privacy can be created with built structures or with vegetation. They do say good fences make good neighbors. Another one is secrecy. This is more than just privacy, creating a space that is secluded from both their home and especially from neighbors can create a sense of solitude. Having a space that is not directly visible invites the user to let down their guard and use the space in any way they want from reading a book to meditating or sleeping in a hammock on a warm night. Next is wonder and awe. This can be done through plant material, artwork, or even scale of elements like an arbor or a pergola. 
I see the most opportunities for this with seasonal plant changes and blooms. There's nothing quite like the anticipation of spring or that favorite plant. Journey is another one. Having an interesting journey through the garden is an experience all its own. That journey can be short or long and winding, like the one through Robert Fairfax's garden. The key there is this needs to be a reason to draw you out to take that journey. No one will take a path to nowhere, and the journey of the path will speed up or slow down based on material choices, and if the path is straight or windy. What can you put along the way to slow you down and capture your attention? Can you see the end of the path? What does that destination point have to offer? And then last, but definitely not least, and not the end of the list that I could come up with, but is time spent. All of these come down to the time spent, not only in the garden, but looking at it. We all know how important the view to the garden is from the kitchen window. The view from bedrooms as well, especially with outdoor lighting. The time spent, whether alone, just with family or with large gatherings, all add to the enjoyment and experience of the garden. I have had clients tell me that adding a fire pit to their garden has helped them connect with their kids more. You get a lot more talking done and a lot more interesting conversations around a fire pit than you do in front of a TV, that's for sure. For me, I find that getting to know my clients is the most valuable tool that I have to really create experiences for them. The more questions I ask and the more they invite me into their everyday life experiences and pain points, the more I can use that knowledge to craft a garden that they love. As people and as designers, I think we often get so entrenched with the work that we forget to remind ourselves how far we've come. Looking back at past experiences and closed chapters of our lives can serve as a reminder to be grateful for how far we have come and grateful for those experiences that shaped where we are today. I talk often about some of the amazing mentors I've had through my career. I rarely think of or discuss some of the experiences that were, well, not so amazing, but in reality, they both had an equal impact on me. Both successes and failures shape our experience, our knowledge, and our perspective. I have projects today that would be designed drastically different if I had done them 10 years ago. The experiences my clients have shared with me from the design process and their gardens have all helped me, have all helped shape me into a better designer and will continue to do so. Please reach out and share some of your experiences and any tricks and tactics that you use for designing experiences for your clients. To wrap up, I want to thank you for your time. I hope the ideas discussed today have left you feeling excited and energized. As I build both my business and my life, I value the support and feedback you provide. I would love for you to reach out to me to let me know what you think, give me ideas, or just to connect. Please don't forget to subscribe and also share with a friend. Until next time, go create something wonderful.